Hey everybody and welcome to this week's RMTV's Ritual Motion Weekly Download. I am your host Dana Paul. This is Jamie as always. Got some cool events. We got the World Cup and as always in the news, the Dominant Ninja's back. Ninja. Shocker there, right? Yeah, right. I'm sure there's some good things. We're really excited this week also. You know, um, we have our varsity votes. Jamie, our tournament's happening this weekend. Still time to sign up. There's over like $7,000 in prizes and cash uh, to be given away. You know, we have our Final Four coming down this weekend on Saturday, and then we have our Opens on Sunday. It's an awesome event. I'm really excited. Uh, we got some great competition coming in the crew battles for the Final Four, so it'll be interesting to see who makes it to the top. Hey, Liz, and welcome to this week's RMTV. Really excited to have you on the show and more, more excited about having you as part of the Ritual Motion family. Thank you. I'm excited as well. So Liz, I know we've had um, a, a long history together and I know um, kind of all about you and everything, but I think it'd be great for the community to learn a little bit about who you are and, and you know, your past. Absolutely. Um, so I spent about 22 years of my career, um, my career thus far, uh, in the media industry. Um, I worked for a number of uh, magazine publishing companies, actually. When I graduated from college, I, that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to go into magazine publishing and, you know, not to date myself, but in the late 90s, um, it was a booming business. And um, I was an English and journalism major, so really passionate about writing. Um, and I had taken one, one HTML class, the very, the very first um, HTML class that was offered um, at my university. And I took it second semester, senior year, kind of like on a whim because I needed to fill some credits. Well, that turned out to be a really good idea. Um, and it helped me get uh, my first job in, in publishing as the online editor uh, and producer for Field and Stream and Outdoor Life, which is how you and I met eventually uh, a handful of years later. Um, but at any rate, so from there, worked on the, the content side and then eventually um, really got interested on the marketing and business side and my career pivoted that way. And most of, I think probably about eight, 16 to 18 years of, of um, my career in media was spent in marketing, um, business development, uh, ad sales and, a lot of also uh, kind of later in the magazine, um, in my career magazines on the um, kind of brand extensions, uh, because with, with digital, um, we had to look at new ways to grow our business and drive revenue. So a lot of interesting new businesses like e-learning and um, custom solutions and agency services stuff. So it was pretty, it was great. I, I loved it. I was really lucky to have all the opportunities that I did. It's interesting. Um that you had this background in traditional publishing and um, now you've been, we've been brought into this world of esports. and just from the, the, the time that you've spent with Ritual Motion and, and learning about esports, e what do you think about the diversity of content that's being consumed in the, the different channels that it's being consumed on? Um, well, first of all, that I was blown away by the breadth and depth and just the accelerated pace of growth in the esports and gaming industry when you and I first started talking about the numbers and where they are now and where they're expected to be in 2021 and 2022 I mean it's just it's incredible and then in terms of 
you know, the, the socialization part of gaming is what I find to be most interesting, um, at least for my own personal experiences and having two kids. And, you know, I feel like there's a really positive experience to be had in gaming um, and seeing that come to life with the content that Ritual Motion is producing and how you're pushing that content out on all sorts of different platforms, whether it's Twitch or on Facebook or Twitter, um, it's being consumed everywhere. This content is, um, you know, the community is hungry for it. Um, so it's exciting and you can see that the trajectory for growth, you know, it's, 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 the possibilities are endless. Yeah, I think the possibilities are endless. And, and you know, knowing, knowing kind of our mantra of inclusion and diversity and how we really focus on the health and wellness and education aspect of, of esports, that's really our, our pillars. Um, where would you like to see um, us go as a company from, from your perspective as being the chief marketing officer? And, and um, what do you envision for the future with content and how we're, A, producing it and providing it? I'm most excited about helping the content um, kind of ramp up the, the actual production of content. I do feel like there's an opportunity to rapidly grow the audience by producing more content. They, they love it already. We can kind of see in the data that um, the, the articles that are being consumed are um, really reflective of what the community wants to hear. And just doing more of that more frequently is going to organically help us grow our traffic and our audience. Um, and then from there, I'm really hoping to help um, connect advertising partners and sponsors with uh, the audience through our, our standard media platforms, but then also through some um, tentpole programs like the health and wellness survey that we have been doing annually, and then also the upcoming women in gaming channel that we're looking to build for October. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about putting some formalized offerings against all those those properties. Yeah, I, I think that um, with your experience of understanding, managing, and delivering content and our mission, um, it's really exciting to see where things are going. You know, I'd, I'd love also for you to just take a moment because, you know, we, we have, um, and by design, we really wanted to embrace um, the female gaming community and a large part of our community happens to be female gamers. You know, what advice would you give, um, you know, just not only female gamers out there, but, but just in general, just, you know, when you're out there and you're trying to, you know, go on your career path, um, someone who's been able to, um, you know, get to the point of their career where you are, um, what advice would you give some of these um, younger females right now that may be watching? Um, well, something, it's come up recently, actually, I, um, the, the term, um, oh, the actual term is escaping me, but it's this feeling of, um, I, I'm not sure if, um, you know, if I'm going to be taken seriously, like, should, should I take this risk because I'm putting myself out there and I may not be able to, um, I may not be able to do what they think I can do. Um, but, you know, you, it's imposter syndrome. That's it. This whole idea of imposter syndrome. And I absolutely had suffered through that throughout my career where you, you get to a certain point in your career and, and you think, okay, well, maybe I'll go for that role or I'll go for that position. And then you second guess yourself like, oh, am I really ready for that? Do, do I know enough? Am I experienced enough? Um, you are. So that would be my advice is to take the risk, take the chance, put yourself out there. 
um, for things that you think are a reach because you'll get there. You know, with time, if you're not there already, you're gonna get there quickly because you're hungry and you, you, you know you can build on what you already know. So, so don't be afraid to, to take a risk and try something new or try something that you feel is, you know, maybe an extension of what, what you are doing currently, but a healthy extension. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And yeah, as I always say, you get to follow your your passion, right? And follow and believe in it and, and it will happen. So um, one, I, you know, I speak for myself and the Ritual Motion family. We're so excited um, to have you as part of our family. We already know that um, we're going to be announcing in the next couple of weeks some, some key folks that you're bringing on to build as part of our team um, as we're growing, which is really exciting. And just excited to see what um, you know we're going to be doing with the content. Being that being one of our big, big pillars of who we are as a company, um, not only for the end of 2020, but also for 2021. Absolutely, I'm so excited too. I think um, the contributors we've been talking to and the, the style of content and you know honing our, our voice and and the tone um, based on what our community is is hoping from us. Um, it, there are just endless possibilities, um, and this content is needed in the industry. You can see it, and in just the short short time that I've been getting to know the industry um, and following the news and, and um, integrating with the community, it's it's an important topic, and there's so many different facets of it. There's um, just a mountain of content that can be developed uh, in this space. And I think ritual motion is really in a great position to become the source, kind of the authority on health and wellness and gaming. So I can't wait to help make that happen. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. And, and thank you. We know, I know you have a tremendous amount on your plate. So I appreciate you taking the time and, and jumping on with us right now. And, you know, I know we're all looking forward to see where, where we're building this rocket ship. Um, we're building it as it's flying right now. That's right. Building the plane as we're flying it. It's great. Thank you. So once again, Liz, thank you so much. Thank you for being part of our team. We're really excited. And of course, we're really excited for Gamers Vote also this week. Jamie, what do you have going on? Got some pretty cool things for this week's eSports update. Ubisoft actually announced their first World Cup for the Rainbow Six Siege and it's planned for the summer of 2021. Um, in this tournament, you will see 45 countries represented. 14 of those countries will receive direct invites to the final stage, while the other 31 will compete in the qualifying stage to fill the remaining six slots. Ninja. Ninja's a big one. Ninja is back on Twitch with a multi-year deal. The amount of the deal hasn't been released to the public. However, he was asking Mixer for 40 million US dollars before they shut down, so we can assume that the price range is somewhere around there. Last but not least, we have Audacity Esports, located in the United Kingdom, and they have partnered up with Italian sportswear brand Kappa. Kappa will be the supplier of all Audacity's jerseys and gear for the upcoming years. So Jamie, um, I, I think we gotta kinda cut right to the chase here and um, you know, talk about the $40 million elephant in the room, and, that, yeah. and that's Ninja. I mean, what do you think? What, do you, what are you hearing? What do you, what do you think about his salary? Is that a yearly salary they're looking at? So it'd be $40 million a year. That's what he was asking for a mixer, and, and the same thing. It was a multi-year deal. The thing with uh, that's interesting to me is Ninja going back to Twitch. They kind of had a falling out, and that's why he left to go to Mixer. And at the time, once they were out of the picture, it was between them or Facebook Gaming. So he did go back with Twitch. So I know there are a lot of people that are very excited. 
Yeah, well, I think a couple of things. I think with Twitch, obviously, you're going to remind everyone who owns Twitch, and that's Amazon, which right. they, I think they own everything in the universe. <laughs> um, and two, it kind of makes sense. I think a lot of the community, I know these other groups are trying to get these platforms and these channels to have people game on and have community go into, but I think Twitch has got to, they've got it down pat. I agree, especially with them, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, introducing Twitch Prime. Yeah. So if you sign up for that membership, you got exclusive content from your favorite streamers and different gear and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, $40 million. That, that's, that's Tom Brady money right there. I mean, that's a lot of Red Bull you can buy. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy to think that these streamers and esports athletes are actually getting paid as well as top-notch NFL and professional athletes. Yeah, I would have to say I, I'm excited about it. I think that's awesome and, and you know, congratulations to Ninja and you know what, long overdue. I'm really excited to see where these athletes now, I think he's setting the bar and I think you're going to even see the bar go higher. I couldn't agree more. I think he's set the stage and there's going to be more to follow. Well, thanks Jamie again for that update and, and I, th I think this calls, this, this next guest is very exciting. I think we need a little drum roll. We're really excited to have Christina Martin of Gamers.Vote on the line with us. Um, she is a warrior. She's doing unbelievable things to educate people on voter registration and the importance to getting to the poll. Hey, Christine, and welcome to this week's RMTV. We're really excited to have you on the show. Um, I'd like to start off, I know you and I had a couple of conversations before, but for the community, just maybe a little bit of a background of who you are and, and how you came to be with uh, Gamers Vote. Sure. Um, so one, I'm obviously a gamer. I've been a gamer my whole life. Uh, I was thinking about just the other day, like the kind of games that get you hooked like early on. And for me, it was actually weirdly Spy vs. Spy. Uh, I played other games before that, but Spy vs. Spy on the NES was something where it was my first real competitive experience doing that with my best friend. So that was our thing. We played that like religiously, um, but when I kind of got into having a PC gamer, the game that kind of took over for me was EverQuest. Um, that was the one that was just all-consuming, life-changing experience, um, and it brought me to university. And from university, I played uh, a lot of Counter-Strike because it was what people were playing in the, in the land cafe, and so um, got pretty good at that and started playing competitively uh cs and yeah so it's always just been kind of that core nature of who i am in the background and i was a website i used to write for this website that was just the thing that i did in my spare time that landed me jobs and opportunities with um viacom for a show called best week ever um and i wrote for the los angeles times as a guest blogger for my own one which was funny pages 2.0 which is a spin-off of my original website um, and also Hero Complex, which was like a sci-fi and comic page that they had. But this is what I did in the early days when I would be in school. So that was always in the background of what I used to do. And then social media became a thing. And I worked for um, brands like JP Morgan Chase and L'Oreal and Coca-Cola and Anheuser-Busch. Um, and then eventually got into the gaming space on the other side rather than just competitive and started working with different brands. Um, ranging from, you know, PUBG and Google-oriented um, stuff. And it was fun.
but no, so for, for me, Gamers Vote is a real opportunity for a passion project. And I've never had something that I cared about as much, I feel, because it's touching all the things that I love, but it's doing something that's meaningful other than Gamers Outreach. Gamers Outreach is something that I, I felt I spared, <laughs> I spent all of my spare time working on. It was the best thing ever. And now I get to do this full time in the capacity of helping just the participation of getting people to go register to vote, getting them to go vote. Um, I have big plans for what we can do in the future tied to that. But I think this is my happy spot, right? Like I feel this is when I felt the most home at what I'm doing, um, getting to spend all my day connecting people in this space to doing something around social and civic good is I hope to live permanently. <laughs> yeah, that, it's great. I, I will say you've done an awesome job of creating a buzz um, for Gamers Vote because I, I cannot go on any social media platform, cannot go on LinkedIn without either seeing your name come up or Gamers Vote come up. Um, I have a lot of folks that reach out to us and, you know, just once again, just asking what what is it kind of like how do they get involved and in, in things like that so so maybe you can help the community even get a deeper understanding of how can they get involved how can they support you and um because i think it even goes just beyond getting people to uh register to vote really what the mission is sure yeah and you know it's funny we are our partners are everything um, and that's what's been so nice because it's been crazy COVID land and knowing that there's no too small or too big way to kind of participate in our movement. Um, so yeah, as, as you mentioned, like we are a nonpartisan, nonprofit, uh, pro-democracy organization. And with that, we really are just kind of a unifying brand that's around the active participation in registering to vote or going to vote. So with that, like anyone can be a partner. And what we spent the first four months of this uh, doing was really just trying to inspire people to find unique ways to get involved. And now what we do is get to connect. So while you can just go to our website and grab the brand kit and just jump in without even having to directly really connect with us um, or grabbing social kits, one of the reasons why to do that is there might be a really great way to connect people to existing partners that we have or events. Um, we might be able to do something that's a little more impactful than what you're originally doing just on your own accord. So that's been, I think, the best part of our lives since after July is just being like, this is awesome. What can we do? Whether it's supporting information around with our nonprofits, right? So if there's people who want to do a very specific messaging, like let's say it's early voting, right? Just making early voting day awareness. We have nonprofits that we can point to, connect to other different partners um, to make it or not just like, hey, go vote, right? Specific messaging that helps them or planning their vote or how to get an absentee ballot. So that's been a joy. So with this election year being one of the most important election years um, um, coming up, I guess my question would be, what, what would you say to knowing that the gaming community, a large part of them from that 18 to 30 year olds is, is a huge group of voters that um, got out last time four years ago for the first time. Um, I guess what would be the one thing you would um, want to say to them to encourage them to you know, not have this attitude where, oh, well, my vote doesn't count. It doesn't matter anyway, or 
you know, we're part of, not part of the electoral college where I am. So it really doesn't, I mean, what would be the thing, Christine, that you could really kind of emphasize to this community, how every vote is important? Well, the largest voting block was the ones who didn't actually vote. Uh, so, I mean, I think that right there says everything because if it's, you know, a hundred million people who didn't actually go out um, to vote, had voted, that could have changed all the things <laughs> for Father's side. Like who knows what could have happened. So uh, we just think it's really important as a call, like we're very loud. Gamers are loud online. We love to say everything. And sometimes that um, invokes change or we support things that move forward because we're, we're like, hey, that game's amazing. Keep doing that. Or we can say, we can be like, hey, the Sonic movie is not the way that we want it to be. <laughs> fix it and then it happens. So we're, we know how to do and use our voices there. Um, and it's not just a gamer specific issue. Like I think just generationally, right? Um, younger generations have just kind of grown up believing that our voice doesn't matter as much or our vote doesn't matter uh, when it comes to um, politics. And it does. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity where, imagine if we get really active at all levels, especially local. Um, so even beyond this, like, and everyone says this is the most uh, important election year ever, <laughs> every cycle. So, I mean, it is, but at the same time, like, we have always heard that kind of language and discourse around it. So I can understand some people kind of roll in their eyes because, you know, we don't, you don't see as much change um, when it comes to when people are switching out of the White House, right? Um, opportunities will get, get me excited is what happens after, you know, November 3rd. Can we get people to participate more in mayoral elections? Can we get people to start paying attention to their school boards and like local districts? Um, I think those are opportunities that we should be very active in. Uh, and that's what our focus is obviously beyond, beyond November 3rd is how, how can we, with all of our partners, make people excited to participate in the process and have fun doing it. Um, we want gaming and voting to be synonymous. It should just be a part of your life. It's a privilege and a right that you get to go do and be participating in democracy. And I think that's part of why I am so delighted to be doing what I'm doing. And it started with just, you know, our network of people and now it's growing. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see how, um, whether you're here to change or support something, we get people participating at all levels. That's great. So, so after November 3rd, um, what do you see gamers vote going? And also, you know, Gamers sometimes, um, they want to keep going with something. So how can they stay engaged with Gamers Vote and what you're doing um, after all the hoopla is done with the, <laughs> the elections and, and the dust settles? And, you know, how can we keep this community engaged to this, uh, this amazing organization that you created? Um, how can we keep people uh, excited? Well, we have a great team and we hope to expand that um, and, and going forward, we know how important content provide providing vetted important information to our, our partners going forward is going to be our one of our focuses. Um, our website will have two new tools on it, which I'm going to be excited to talk about after November 3rd, but really it's just about providing the right information for people to take the action that they want to take. Um, and so Beyond that, it's the idea that whether we're having tournaments that exist in Atlanta because there's an important election coming up, you know, uh, we have 22 mayoral elections that are coming up after this. We have 425 um, seats in the House of Representatives that are up for election. Um, 
lot of really great opportunities to pull this community together in all its unique pockets, right? Whether you're tabletop or mobile, you're into esports, these are things that we get to tap and make sure that you're actually getting the information that you need. One of the things that's different about us is um, we don't take people through a turnstile approach. Um, we send them directly to the government site and we use their communities for the awareness that sometimes those turnstile approaches would provide, whether it's email or text alerts. Um, we just try to stay out of the data game. And in doing so, our website will continue to be a source for event news, where you can find out how to get involved, um, grab social kits that will probably be forever changing based on, right, specific messaging that we'll have coming down um, the pipe after November. But we really are just about resources and connecting people together. And uh, even if we, we, after November 3rd, find uh, ourselves not in the ability to produce the content that we hope to and, and grow our team on that side, we have such a great resource of nonprofits who are doing great work. And so if that's our our best way to just continue to connect to partners, we'll, we'll move as fast as we can on that. That's great. Well, Christina, I want to, one, thank you for creating such an authentic platform um, that is really in line with gamers and how how we digest our content. And you, you've done it in a way where I think it's really simple for gamers to understand and get involved. So um, I want to thank you for that. And I, I do want to encourage all of our viewers to make sure they check out your site, gamers.vote, um, to please get out there, um, mail in your ballots, go to the polls, do whatever you can to make sure you vote this year. And, and Christina, I just want to thank you for taking the time and coming on. I know how incredibly busy you are because, like I said, I, I can't open up any social media platform without seeing some great buzz about everything you're doing. It's, it's good and rewarding work. As I said, like it's, it's, I'm exhausted. I look forward to a nap after November 3rd. <laughs> I might just sleep for a day. But we have an incredible team. Um, our founders have been so passionate about this space for quite some time. And building this and watching it grow to what it has, even in this short period of time, has been really rewarding. So thank you for even helping us spread the message and doing what you're doing. I'm really excited to see all the varsity votes. Goodness, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's 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 exciting. This is it. The weekend will be the tournament on the 19th and the 20th, so everyone can tune in. And we're going to have a lot of information being um, blurbed out about you during both of those days and in gamers vote. So we're excited about that and. And thank you for letting us, um, you know, kind of bring you into this varsity vote. I really appreciate it. No, we're so excited to be involved. Thank you. Well, Jamie, thank you so much, as always, for your updates. And I want to thank everybody once again for tuning in this week. Don't forget, please, you still have time. See below the Smash GG um, where you can sign up for our varsity votes. Also, don't forget this weekend, it will be Saturday and Sunday on our Twitch channels. Check out the stream, check out the event. It's for a great cause. And thank you, have a great day, and peace. Mm -hmm.